0: Welcome to another Instagram Live episode of the Midlife Makeover Show. On today's show, we are live with the college financial lady. We talked about college scholarships, financial aid, student loans, and how to balance paying for your kid's college without wrecking your retirement. Oh, yes. All right. Enjoy the show. Try that again. Wendy Valentine here, live on Instagram with the Midlife Makeover Show. Let me get our special guest in here today while you guys are logging on. So sorry. Technical difficulties, you know. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining. So sorry. Oh, there you go. Hey. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> You know, I wish um, I wish Instagram, I wish Instagram would do a lot of things, but one of them being like where you can go ahead and invite, the, you know, invite you ahead of time. So that way we're not. Mm-hmm. Welcome. We're everybody. here. Thank you so much for joining us. Where is everyone from? I always like hearing, where. if you guys will type in your comments and see where are you from. I'm in currently in Chicago, hopefully not too much longer. I am going to Spain this winter though. And I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Anne? Where are you from?
1: I'm in Portland, Oregon, and I would love to be in Spain with you.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I cannot. I'm going to Valencia. Oh, let's see. Here's someone from North Carolina, Indiana, Pennsylvania, lots of east coasters. Yeah. Texas, Pearland. I don't think I'm oh, Pearland. Apparently, I've never, I used to live in uh, San Antonio and Dallas. I love Texas, Alabama, Palm Beach. Oh, it's so pretty. Sometimes I get people from like other countries, which is awesome. Um, a lot of people from Germany, Michigan. Oh yeah. 4- Antarctica. 4- hey. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Pennsylvania, Jersey. My brother used to live in um, Granbury. Granberry outside of Fort Worth, which is so pretty. Never been to Spain. I know me neither. I haven't been. Hey, i'm another Portlander. Of, I'm thinking of moving to Portugal next year. <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so, Anne, um, tell everyone a little bit about what you do. And um, the best part of the question is why you do what you do.
1: Yeah. So I'm a um, certified financial planner. And one of the areas I focus on in my practice is planning for college. Um, And a big part of the reason why I did that is I noticed as I was starting my career that very few financial advisors were talking about that with clients. And I thought, well, wait a minute. This is the thing that can throw things totally off the rails. (laughs) Yeah. You know, for a lot of families, besides their retirement, it's the it's the next biggest thing that they're saving for. So why on earth wouldn't we be talking about it? And I was also meeting lots and lots of young adults who had so much in student loans that they really couldn't get what we think of as their adult life started, you know, no money left to save for retirement, save for buying a home. Um, You know, even think about having kids of of their own. And so I thought, you know, here's a problem I could help with.
0: Well, I love that because I don't feel like You know, like you say, too. I don't feel like people are guided enough with that, that there's a whole lot of, like, you kind of feel like you're on your own with it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, scholarships. Let's talk scholarships. Um, How do you get scholarships? Where do you find them? And are there certain requirements for those scholarships? Let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, great question. So, there's three Mm -hmm. big buckets of scholarships. Um, On the, you know, one one bucket of scholarships is need-based scholarships. And so, those are for Mm -hmm. students whose expected family contribution as calculated by the financial aid forms, the FAFSA and the CSS profile is less than the cost of attendance at a college that they're looking at. Many colleges will help to meet that need through grants and scholarships. So that's one kind of scholarship. And to get those, you file the FAFSA, you file the CSS profile if your school requires it, and then need is, uh, scholarships are awarded on the basis of, of your ability to pay and, and how, how much less you are able to pay than, um, than what the school costs. Right. Another big bucket of scholarships is merit-based scholarships. And merit-based scholarships are really awarded at the discretion of the of the college. Um, there's a misperception that the big scholarships go to student-athletes, but really it's the mathletes who crush it in the oh, merit scholarship nice. category. So good students get um get a lot more scholarships than do um than do good athletes. Um but merit scholarships are a big category, so you know, if you think of a college assembling a freshman class kind of like a football coach assembling a football team,
0: mm-hmm. you know, they don't want
1: all quarterbacks, they don't want all wide receivers, you know, they need a punter, they need some linemen, all those other kinds of things. Colleges are the same way, and if you're that yeah. thing that they're looking for, there could be great scholarships for you. You know, a great example is Colleges like to be able to say they have kids from all 50 states. If you're in a small state applying to a private college out of state, you could be the only applicant from there and there could be a big scholarship for you. Wow! So that's, so that's yeah. merit scholarships. A third big bucket of scholarships is what's called outside scholarships, and those are scholarships that are awarded by entities other than the college itself. Now, the biggest scholarships, by and large, come from the college, whether they're need-based or merit-based, but there is this big pool of scholarships called outside scholarships, and those are things like rotary scholarships or... um, um scholarships for someone from the tennis team at your high school, or, Uh, you know, all kinds of different organizations offer them. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And there are big websites that have loads and loads of scholarships that you can apply for. But I have always found that the best place to start looking for those is your high school guidance counselor's office, because they'll have a list of local scholarships where the applicant pool is much smaller chances are good that someone reviewing it might know of you (laughs) and, you know, know sort of the whole, the whole picture. Um, Yeah. So those are really the three types of scholarships that are available to students. And my, my book, how to pay for college has tons and tons of info about how to get all those different types of types of scholarships. Right. So, one group is based on your financial need. One is based on your general awesomeness or what the school deems as your general awesomeness. And the third is what outside entities deem as, as your general
0: awesomeness. And I was going to ask you that too. So is the best uh, resource is just, is your high school just the counselor?
1: So for those outside scholarships, that is usually the best place for you to get started. Because again, those are, you know, local scholarships that are looking for people just like you versus, you know, you can go to websites like FastWeb or Scholarly that have huge databases of scholarships that are available. Um, But again, the applicant pools for those are so much larger because they're huge national databases that people from all over the place are, are applying for. But really the biggest dollars come from the schools themselves. So your best bet in looking for scholarships is looking for schools that want to attract students like like yours. And and honestly, I can tell you as a parent of two college students, there is a scholarship for every student. It might not be at the school Mm -hmm. that is their number one choice or that you think is the school that they should go to, but there is a scholarship for every student if you're willing to you know, do, do the work to, to find where those opportunities are.
0: Yeah. And that's good to know too. I mean, it's not just for the, for the super athletes or the super smarties out there. There's, there's a scholarship for everyone. So that's exactly. And athletic
1: scholarships are actually far more limited than we Mm -hmm. tend to think they are. So there are a few sports where everyone gets a scholarship, you know, football, basketball, um, and a couple of other um, women's sports, but the majority of student athletes get very small scholarships.
0: Okay, interesting. Someone had just put on there senators and reps, so that's, what, what are your thoughts on that? Do you- is that a possibility?
1: So yeah, there are tons. Mm-hmm. There are there are loads and loads of different places that have scholarships, and yeah, your your um, your state government, your your representatives, all of those do have different different scholarships. But again, the biggest dollars tend to come from the schools themselves. Okay,
0: good to know. And then, what about financial aid?
1: So financial aid is just mm-hmm. um, scholarships that are awarded on the basis of your of your need, and mm-hmm. those again are offered by colleges, but. There isn't, I think one of the biggest misperceptions that families have when they go into this process is there's no obligation for the col- for a college to meet your financial need. They do that as a matter of choice. And there are a small pool of colleges that say they will meet 100% of your financial, of financial need for every accepted student. <laughs> um once you get you know through grants and scholarships but once you get outside of that list there are a lot of schools that will use student loans to meet financial need or not meet full need i mean i had a i worked with a family whose um you know, their ability to pay from their expected family contribution was about $10,000 a year and their mm-hmm. daughter was accepted to a school that costs $60,000 a year with yeah. not one penny of need-based oh. financial aid because the school didn't offer it, you know, they and, mm-hmm. and that's something that you should find out ahead of time yeah. <laughs> and just don't bother applying to those schools. Fortunately, yeah. there are some really good tools out there to help with that. So one of mm-hmm. them is Every college is required to have a tool on their website called a net price calculator. Mm -hmm. And the way a net price calculator works is you type in your financial information, sometimes your academic information, and the school will give you an estimate of what students like yours Mm -hmm. got in financial aid in the current, in the current year. I Mm -hmm. found when my daughter was applying to colleges, we did all of, you know, we did the net price calculators for all of the schools that she applied to and Mm -hmm. all of her financial aid awards where she was accepted were within about $2,000 of what the net price calculator said. Wow. So that's a great tool for students Mm -hmm. who have financial need. That's a great tool to pre-screen your colleges so that you just don't bother applying to ones that aren't going to be a financial fit for your family.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's like why waste the time and the energy going after those colleges if it's just not even
1: exactly. I mean, it's financing. a lot of work to apply for. To it's a lot of work to apply for to colleges, and it costs a lot of money between the application right. fees and if you have to send the CSS profile and sending test scores. I mean, you can easily budget for a hundred dollars per school that you apply to, and that can and have- so. There's Yeah, that can add up. That's $100 mm-hmm. less that you have available to pay for college. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is a drop in the
0: bucket, but but hey, every yeah. drop counts. <laughs> Someone had commented and said, scholastic scholarships paid all the way through 12th grade for my kids.
1: Yeah, there, I mean, <laughs> there, are, there are tons and tons of great scholarships out there. I think one of the really hard parts about the whole um, college admissions and scholarship process mm-hmm. is every college sets its own rules. And so it's up to you to manually go and find out what all, those, what all those rules are. Some of them are really easy. You know, most of the state schools that offer um, scholarships will post on their website, you know, if you have this GPA, you will get this scholarship, and it's automatic, and you don't have to apply for it, and, you know, you could be eligible for this other thing. But others take, take a little bit more, more digging, in particular, the, the private schools.
0: And what about student loans?
1: So, you know, student loans, it's, it's, you know, it's a, um, there are so many things I could say about student loans. Mm -hmm. I think really important is, you know, going to college and getting a bachelor's degree does not automatically consign you to debtor's prison. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there are, there are three big populations that struggle with student loans. One is people Mm -hmm. who, enroll in college, take out loans and don't graduate because, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have the earning power that a college degree um that a college degree gets them. Um mm-hmm. another is people who go to for-profit colleges. So all those mm-hmm. ones you see advertising all over the place that have these, you know, crummy degrees that really aren't even worth the paper that they're printed on. Right. And the third group <laughs> is is and and I mean they're being sued by the Department of Education. There's oh constant, you know, constant really? horrible stuff um of those. And, um, um, and then a third group is people who go to graduate school, um, because people borrow so much more money for graduate school. And we always think of that as being doctors and lawyers, but it's also teachers and physical therapists and social workers and, you know, so many career paths that require, um, that require a a graduate degree to me for a student who's an undergraduate. If you borrow through the federal direct student loan program, that Mm -hmm. is a perfectly reasonable amount to borrow. And if, and if taking Mm -hmm. out those loans is the difference between going to college and not going to college, you are definitely better off taking out the loans and going to college. The federal Mm -hmm. direct student loan, um, You can borrow $5,500 your first year, $6,500 your second year, and $7,500 for years after that. Hmm. Um, So when you graduate, you'll owe about $28,000 because Mm -hmm. interest will accrue on the loans. Um, And that translates to a monthly payment of about $325 a month for 10 years. And then you're done with them. And the extra earnings that you will get as a college graduate will more than cover um, the, the cost of, of, of Correct. that loan. It's when people go beyond that, that they really get into, you know, get into trouble. Um, and in particular, because as an undergraduate, any, uh, any additional borrowing that you do is going to require your parents to co-sign. And so, you know, any private loans that you take out, um, parent plus loans, anything like that, um, the parent is on the hook for those loans, um, yeah, that's as well. Yeah. Okay. So
0: speaking of so, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on this show, obviously the midlife makeover show. So I have a lot of midlifers, and so we've got some midlifers that are going to be putting their kids through school, and they're trying to prep for their second half of life for their retirement. So how do you balance those two out? Yeah, Is that possible.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's such a such a great question, and I think that's something that we really re, that we really struggle with. Um. I hate that saying, you know, save for retirement because you can take out loans for college. I mean, that's why we have like 1.7 trillion dollars in outstanding student loan debt. I think you have to do both. So yeah. I have I have a couple of rules of thumb for how you balance those two. You know, first and foremost, if you're not saving for retirement at all, don't save for college. <laughs> don't oh pay God. for college. <laughs> you know, sorry, yeah. um, that has to be your starting point. You know, you have to have emergency savings. You have to have retirement savings. If you're saving for retirement, but not maxing out your retirement, Mm -hmm. then I recommend that you contribute no more than 10% of what you're contributing to retirement to college. Okay. So if you're saving $10,000 a year towards retirement, a thousand dollars a year is what you can budget for college. If you want to save more for college, save more for retirement and have those numbers move up hand hand in hand. If you're maxing out retirement, then you have a whole lot more flexibility in terms of savings. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's, the saving for college piece, then comes the paying for college and borrowing for college piece. I think it's so important that parents not take out student lo- you know, not take out loans for their kids' education that they won't be able to pay off before they retire, because carrying that loan balance into retirement is, you know, is, is just, Yeah. No. (laughs) Right.
0: Well, I was going to say, it makes me think of like the metaphor of if you're on, you know, if you're on an airplane, they say to put the mask on yourself first and then your child, like you got to take care of yourself. Otherwise it's not going to do any good. Right. Exactly. Exactly.
1: And you know, and the the good thing about college is there are loads of great pathways through college that don't require $75,000 a year for four years. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's yes. community college as a pathway. There's there's non-four year, you know, training mm-hmm. programs. There um and, and there are, are great great scholarships available to colleges if we're willing to look for it. I think one of the unfortunate things that families that we do in this country is, well, two things. You know, one is we let the college narrative be driven by the Harvards and Stanfords of the world. Um mm-hmm. Most colleges are, do not operate like Harvard and Stanford. You know, yeah. most of them are actively trying to enroll and recruit students. And the way that they do that is by offering scholarships to bring, mm-hmm. to bring the cost down to what, to what families are, um, are willing to pay. But I think the other thing that we do in this country, that's really unfortunate, particularly with colleges, we tend to equate quality with cost and exclusivity. Yes. And. Um, and that's why we have plenty of people who are, you know, lining up down the hallways trying to get into schools that cost $80,000 a year, regardless of the fact that they can't afford it. There right. are great, great colleges out there that don't cost that much and and that still will allow your kid to compete at the highest levels of, of our society, whatever their aspirations are. I mean, the school mm-hmm. that's produced the most Fortune 500 CEOs is not Harvard and it's not Stanford, it's Penn State. Um, you know, every year Rhodes scholars are announced the weekend before Thanksgiving and every year about half of them are people who went to colleges that admit more than 50% of applicants. So, um, so, so your kid is going to be successful because of who they are, not because of what college they went to.
0: Yes, I totally agree. I'm glad that you said that. That's so important. So let's talk about your book. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know, let's see. Art wall no <laughs> How to Pay for College. So tell everyone a little bit about the book. This is good too. I looked through it last last night. So <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah, so um so how to pay for college is a um it's a it's a complete financial plan for funding education for your kids. So it's it's everything from how and how much do you save to how do you have good quality conversations with your kid about the cost of college and the benefits of college and how you want them um, to go to how do you develop a spending plan that maximizes all the money that's out there, so not just your savings, but scholarships that are available, tax credits that are available, You know, figuring out all those different pathways that are available to you to get you through college at, mm-hmm. um, at a reasonable price. You know how do you research colleges to find the ones that are most likely to offer scholarships to um, to your student? Um,
0: Yeah, it's right. There's so much good stuff in here. I like the little workbook or like the little questions that you ask. So yeah. Well, I feel like you know
1: it's so easy to read a book and be like, oh yeah, I got that, and just Mm -hmm. walk away from it and never come back to it. And I really feel like knowledge is only as powerful as the use that you put it to. And so right. um, so every chapter has a worksheet yeah. that has you really, um, you and know, like, do what it said you're going to do. <laughs> do what yeah, it said you I should do. It. This
0: is so good. but <laughs> well, you're right. This is one of those that you can carry around and like highlight and go back to it. And, like, okay, how do you do this? It's like, a, it, I mean, obviously, I was just about to say it was really dumb. Maybe I need to go back to college. It's a how-to book, literally. <laughs> Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so do you, um, Ann, do you have questions that you would ask everyone before we open it up, um, for questions
1: from them? Yeah. I mean, I guess, um, you know, it, it's helpful to know kind of how old people's kids
0: are because uh-huh.
1: we would, might talk about different things at different, um, at different ages.
0: Yeah. Um, Y'all put in there, what, um, what are the ages of your children? Mine are 30, 24, and 19 are mine. And I have, <laughs> and you have, you have, I kids, have
1: twins right? who are 21.
0: Oh my gosh,
1: twins. Yeah. Oh gosh. Boy so, and boys and girls.
0: A boy and a girl. Boy and a, oh, well, that's good. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're like, I'm
1: done. Yeah. So it's the yes. summer before senior year of college for them.
0: Oh my <laughs> gosh. And then they're, oh my gosh. And they're, then they're done. Where, Where are they going? Um,
1: my son's at university of Arizona and my daughter's at university of Chicago. Oh,
0: nice. Oh, right here. Yeah. A neighbor. <laughs> oh yeah. And I used to live in Arizona. Arizona's awesome. Yeah. Well, at least yeah. you get to go, you get to go hopefully and visit there. Super fun the places winter. to visit. <laughs> yes. And Sedona, Sedona's awesome. I love yeah. Sedona. Um, so does anyone have questions? For Miss Ann, I'm gonna put my glasses on here. I'm gonna scroll back here too. Let me know if y'all have questions that you want to ask, or if it even if anyone wants to come on the stage and join us. If you guys are oh so brave, it's funny. Um, I was doing a live show a few months ago, and um, I had said like somebody want to come up, and I think the guy didn't realize that he clicked on it, and then he came up on. He was like sitting on his couch. He's like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> Thankfully, he was decent, so that was good. Um, just scrolling back, yeah,
1: because in the Zoom world, who knew? <laughs> I know,
0: Life can be a little scary sometimes. I actually love it. Um, okay, Both. someone said we both look pretty. Well, thank you, thank someone you. That was easy. Let's see, scrolling back, let's see, any other. Oh, here we go. Um, hi, first time here. Sure wish I would have had your book five years ago. Jerry <laughs> of South Carolina grew up in Phoenix. Yes, I know. Right? When did this book come out? A last month. So oh,
1: good for you. So it's not even a month old. <laughs> yeah, y'all need to get
0: that. And make sure, yeah, keep this in mind because then um, even if you, I'm sure you guys know somebody who has kids that are going to college. Hey, and it um, makes a great Christmas gift too. <laughs> yeah, right? for counselors and things like that. And where can you buy it? And um, so it's available at
1: Amazon. It's available at bookstores everywhere. It's mostly um, because it's so new, you're going to have a better chance of finding it online. But it's available through bookshop.org for those who like to support independent bookstores. Um, and uh and should be available through through your local store as well good old, as good old Amazon, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all those fine places.
0: <laughs> you know what's funny? So here I'm actually located like maybe 5 minutes from one of the Amazon centers and there are sometimes I will order and it's here in like 30 minutes. It's mm-hmm. not. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> <It's so nice. laughs> Don't too lazy. <laughs> I'm from Puerto Rico. Got two kids in college. Good for you. Where are they going to college? Uh, is it Jorge? Jorge? Wait, Jorge, Jorge. George, George, George Diaz. Let's see if he answers here. Um, yeah. Okay. Da, da, da. All right. Any other questions Anyone? Lots of people joining. Yeah.
1: Welcome, all of you.
0: <laughs> I know. That's great. Uh, well, okay, Ann. Well, thank you so much, you guys. Make sure you check out. Oh, what about your website?
1: Oh, so my website is howtopayforcollege.com.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: And, uh, um, and it's got tons and tons of information about planning for college. It also has my college financial plan masterclass, which yes. is designed for families who are um, in the later stages of planning. Oh,
0: you must be getting a phone call. <laughs> Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, there you are. Yeah. You're okay, you're back. Yeah. Am I back? Okay. <laughs> Hooray!
1: Um, hung up the phone. Um, yeah. So it's a it's a great um, planning tool for families who are in high school and really just getting started on their planning. It walks you through the whole process of. You know, figuring out what your budget is, talking to your kid about your budget, researching colleges, doing the application process, deciding where you're going to apply, negotiating your financial aid awards, um,
0: nice. you and, know, all those and things. Get and is it an online course?
1: It's an online course. Exactly. Okay. And there's
0: a discount code for,
1: um, for, um, everyone here. Right. It's, uh, <laughs> <I know. You're laughs> which is just, it's a, <laughs> for 20% off on, um, on the course. i oh, using nice. the discount code midlife,
0: midlife. Okay. So everyone, I don't know if you heard that. So the, her masterclass, which is, is it called how to pay for college masterclass?
1: It's called the college financial plan college on financial how, to financial co- how to pay for cut, how to pay for
0: So go to her website. You guys get 20% off from Miss Ann. Thank you so much. Um, and just use code midlife. All lower that is correct. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. All right, and then someone was saying something there. What did they say? At the dentist, no love and love your hair. Okay. <laughs> I think that's your I hair, Wendy. Not mine. On my hair. We're talking <laughs> college, Dan. <laughs> That'll be a separate, private, um, very expensive course to learn how to do this hair. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted curly hair. <laughs> I know, and you know what's funny when I was a kid. I always wanted straight hair, and like back then, you know, in the '70s, there was no mousses and gels, and I and I was living in St. Louis, and I just had like the biggest fr- it was so frizzy and nasty. I look back at my kids' pictures. I'm like, oh my gosh! But <laughs> so thank God for gels, right? <laughs> joining us. Make sure you check out Ann and I will uh, post this later today onto my page. So if anyone wants to see it or if you know of anyone that wants to see it they can just go to my page and check it out. Alright! All right. Thank you! Thank, Thank you. you, Wendy. Bye, Bye Have a good day! Bye! Thank you, College Financial Lady, for joining us today on the show to share your knowledge and wisdom with us. Make sure you grab a copy of Ann's new book, How to Pay for College on Amazon, and check out her online course, College Financial Plan Masterclass at howtopayforcollege.com. Use code MIDLIFE for 20% off. The links will also be in the show notes. And join us for the next Instagram live show. The cool thing about IG Lives is that you can meet new guests live on the show. You can ask questions, And you can even come up on the stage to be a guest on the show. So how do you watch these live videos? Well, it's really simple. Two steps. Number one, follow me on Instagram by searching for Wendy Valentine or The Midlife Makeover Show. Number two, go to my profile and you will see all the upcoming Instagram live shows. Click on the ones you want to join and you will receive a reminder when we go live. In my opinion, just get a reminder on all of them because I think you will learn something new from every guest. Thank you so much, everyone. Get out there and be bold, be free, be you.